Hi, I'm Ash London and welcome to Sunny Side Up, your morning hit of positivity and encouragement among the chaos of the C word. Think of this as an antidote to the bad news we've all been reading, all in the time it takes to cook your morning egg. So join me for the next couple of minutes as we look at life sunny side up. Today, I'm chatting to Laura, an emergency doctor in Melbourne. She'll hate me saying this, but she's among the heroes caring for our most vulnerable, putting her own health on the line to do her job and keep us safe. But in among the chaos, as you'll hear in today's conversation, human kindness has well and truly shone through, acting like a shield when her fear kicks in. At what point did you start to get a feeling that everything was about to change and that the way you did your job was about to be very, very different? Yeah, I think it sort of really hit home for me around three to four weeks ago when it kind of started to change everywhere. Um, we, you know, that's, it was before the travel bans and mm. the quarantine rules for the return travellers were sort of in place and we were just getting a feel that we were getting more and more people that were coming back from overseas that were positive. I got been told that two of patients that I treated were positive. And, and how I did that, that feel? Like, Because you're trained yeah. for this and you have an understanding of it, but you're still a human being and being told you've come into contact with somebody that has this, even for a doctor, I imagine, would be terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I was obviously all wearing the right gear and everything. They've been put in an isolation room when they came in in case they had it. But we'd had a lot of people who had had those and had been negative and then all of a sudden for it to be positive just really changed, you know, your mindset of being like, oh, well, I... I shouldn't really be seeing my family anymore and this is probably the way it's going to be for the next few months and, mm. you know, am I carrying it now? Have I, did I accidentally pass it on when, you know, on my way home from work when I've touched my doorknob entering my house? And How do you quiet that voice? How do you, because, yeah. you know, I have those same things but I haven't spoke, like haven't touched another human apart from my husband in 22 days and I still have those voices. So how do you quiet your mind when that's happening? I don't know. I, it was hard. Mm. <laughs> I think you have to, I guess, trust the process. You know, I had yeah. been really careful with, you know, washing my hands and, you know, wearing all the correct, you know, personal protective equipment. And although that's a bit of an issue at the moment, but I was just, well, I have to believe that I've done the right thing. And mm. I suppose I just can't be really doing anything other than going to work and coming home at the moment, which was a bit tricky, um, you know, kind of realising sort of before it, if we, everyone else had been told that they should be self-isolating, kind of realising that I probably went, wasn't going to be seeing my family properly for the next few months and my friends because, yeah, we were we are a little bit more high risk because we're potentially involved, yeah. with, you know, and seeing people every day. Um, so it was quite anxiety-provoking and, you know, was I going to go to work the next shift and it just be ten times worse and me yeah. get exposed a million more times and... Um, yeah. yeah. And what about um, the the positives? Because I know, you know, when I was asking yeah. people about have you experienced some positives, you'd reached out with a couple of examples of real human goodness being shown. Yeah. Well, that's sort of why I reached out to you. I don't really want this to be about me at all. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm quite embarrassed to be on here to really. But I think, um, <laughs> I think that's the other thing. I think at the, it all started about three weeks ago when I was feeling a bit nervous and apprehensive about going into work. We just started to see it sort of trickling through you know I got a few messages from you know not only friends and family but people I hadn't spoken to in a really long time just 
checking up to see how I was doing or, mm. you know, my friend sent me a, a bunch of flowers, which was maybe burst into tears, which was lovely. <laughs> but also, you know, we just started seeing things, you know, I saw a post in our work Facebook group that one of the other units in the hospital had made a little hamper of goodies and sent staff with a card thanking us for what we do. And it's just continued every day, you know, it's mm. just exploded. And I think that's the thing that makes us really happy. And I know um, I can't seem to go on social media without one of my colleagues who works interstate posting a similar thing. Yeah. Um, you know, the other day we had a bunch of hot cross buns dropped off by the local bakery who probably isn't getting the usual business and they've just come and dropped it off for us to eat and, you know, Easter chocolates and cards from primary school kids. And Aww. it's just, I know, it's just, it's so sweet. And I think... It's such a positive that comes out of it because it can feel quite, yeah, as I said, a bit anxiety-provoking going into work or if you've had a bad day. But even, you know, working with my great colleagues who are all in the same boat and us just kind of going in together and can still have a laugh in the tea room over the baked <laughs> goods that someone's dropped off has been so wonderful and supportive. And I think all healthcare workers and the essential workers are feeling, um, hopefully are feeling the same as what we are, because I think we're feeling quite loved and appreciated, which is nice. We, particularly in the emergency department, it's not uncommon yeah. for us to cop the other side of the stick with yeah. being a little bit grumpy with long waits and things like that. So it's just been, it's been really um, wonderful and it's not going unnoticed, I think, is I suppose what I wanted to get across it's really making us and making us going into our job a lot easier so that's yeah, beautiful because it's because <laughs> it's so true that like if you go into surgery the one thing that's yeah, all people always say when they're in the hospital is god bless our nurses oh my gosh nurses are incredible oh, and they all deserve a pay rise and then we forget seriously <laughs> nurses are the best i know i know every yeah and everyone i think it's it's all the other hospital staff that people also forget like your psas mm. who are going in and cleaning these rooms and that the patients you know the COVID patients have been in and the ward clerks who are also around, you know, around mm. these sick people and potentially getting exposed but still rock up to do their job. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's just amazing. And to see everyone band together as a team, um, it's actually been quite a joy to go to work, even though it's oh, bizarre that's and so scary. wonderful. Um, yeah, that's so wonderful to hear. together and, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, after being quite scared and apprehensive to be, go to work and see all these things and be with these people, yeah, it's been great. I mean, brave doesn't even cut it. But my favourite part of Laura's story is the simplicity of the kindness shown that has meant so much and the way it strengthened her to keep going back to work. I never thought I'd hear an emergency doctor talking about the joy of her work amidst a pandemic, but she truly loves her team and it sounds like they are indeed loved by their community. Here's to all our champions keeping our hospitals up and running. Thank you does not even cut it. You all deserve the greatest of holidays when this is over. Somewhere warm with those huts over the water where the only mask you'll need to wear is when you go snorkelling. In grace and peace, I'll catch you tomorrow.